Uh, I'm pretty well preserved. And by that I mean I still look pretty young for my age. Not that I'm trying to brag or anything, but I have been blessed with the coveted Filipino gene that allows me to achieve Dorian Gray levels of eternal youth. I've been spared the general aches and pains that some men my age are afflicted with. For example, I was able to start running regularly late in life. I was able to run a 5K every other day, starting at the age of 45. Yes, I became that guy you mute on social media because they talk about what running shoes they own and the best way to achieve a runner's high. My knees weren't giving out on me because I didn't do sports when I was a kid, so I was able to push my body a bit more than others my age are able to. Eventually, I decided I didn't need to do 5Ks every other day since I wasn't actually training for anything. Plus, when COVID happened and the gyms and rec centers all closed, I kept active by walking at least two miles a day. Uh, I didn't want to put any undue stress on myself after all. I want to take this body out for a couple more years, if you know what I mean. Then about three months ago, I started noticing that I was having trouble walking. I have had foot pain before, but it was becoming more and more frequent. And about the same time, my wife started having similar foot issues, uh, and they were pretty bad for her. And me, being the compassionate person I always am, I decided to laugh and joke that we would need to buy her one of those electric scooters. A rascal, maybe a red one. Eh, she didn't find that real funny. My pain was centered around my heel. So I would rub it while I was watching TV, which sort of helped, but not really. Eventually, I took to using a giant battery-operated massage gun that would help, but only temporarily. It would also render my heel numb, which felt pretty good, actually. Turns out numbness is good. So I ended up buying a new kind of footwear. I can no longer wear my trademark black and white Vans. They were too flat-footed for me. I was now regaled to wearing a spongy sandal. I bought a memory foam bath mat because it felt good to get out of the shower onto what felt like a cloud, and I can't walk around barefoot in my house anymore. Now, you don't realize how often you walk around barefoot in your house until you're hobbling around like Inspector Clouseau after accidentally shooting himself in the foot. But I refuse to call this the dreaded PF, or plantar fasciitis. It was my heel, after all, and PF affected the whole foot, right? Certainly, that hasn't happened to me, so I kept massaging and numbing. The pain was becoming part of my daily routine, and eventually I went on Wikipedia and looked up uh, plantar fasciitis, and lo and behold, the most common area to get it was the heel. 80% of people got the pain exactly where I was feeling it. So now, I'm trying to live with it the best I can. I'm also trying to mask that I am having slight mobility issues. I think I'm doing pretty well, but I can feel it creeping up and getting worse throughout the day, so I always have that to look forward to when I get up in the morning. In my late 40s, I remember someone saying to me, or something to the effect of, we are entering our fragile 50s. Fragile 50s, boy. That put it in perspective for me. It's not like my muscles are going to suddenly pump up and get stronger the more I work out. They're breaking down day by day. I remember when my dad was in his twilight years, a nurse telling our family, he's actively dying. 
I thought, aren't we all just actively dying? Anyway, those worry lines are starting to become more prevalent. I'm napping more, which isn't a bad thing, but just that my parents uh, used to take lots of naps and as they get older, and I remember viewing that as a sign of old age creeping in. And I find that I'm taking more supplements. At what point this year, I was taking something like 25 supplements a day, seven days a week. That's 175 supplements a week or 700 supplements a month. How does one sustain that? How long before the supplements turn into blood thinners and hypertension medication or nitroglycerin pills? Scares me a little, honestly. Then I got this letter from a friend, an early listener from Job on Radio, and it sort of put it in perspective for me. This is a letter from my friend Rebecca. Hey Len, it's Rebecca. I hope you and your family are doing well. I was really intrigued by your podcast, and events of the last couple of years have really forced me to face my impending dotage more than I ever really wanted to. There's just so much to say about getting older and all the stuff that goes along with it. The loss of health, status, and most heartbreaking, the loss of a seemingly unlimited amount of time to make things right. It is a loss, and anyone who doesn't admit as much is trying to sell you something. It's brutal. No amount of beaming, gray-haired ladies living their best lives on IG the ones wearing linen, dancing in the frothy surf with their impossibility, unlined, salt-and-peppered <laughs> partners, will ever change my mind on that point. As I suffle t- toward my mid-50s, I think the thing that has been the most remarkable slash shocking for me would be the physical changes. Whose body is this anyway? I may sound hopelessly naive, bordering on stupid, but I never thought it would happen to me. Never thought I'd need glasses just to read the instructions on the box of mac and cheese. Never thought I'd have the words cataracts and glaucoma and colonoscopy and menopause invade my vocabulary. What the hell was I thinking? I have education. I know how time and cells work. Yet here I sit, blindsided. Seriously, I didn't know what I was expecting. I can't tell if I just thought after a certain age I would just gently fall off the face of the earth, or maybe I assumed by the time I got this old, I wouldn't care that everything was breaking down all at once. Getting old was an abstract thought that I rarely gave much time or attention to, and it certainly didn't apply to me. I just didn't think. I just didn't think it would happen to me. Yet again, here I sit. I'm sitting here too, Rebecca, but that's only because it's too hard for me to walk around my house. Thanks for the letter. If you're on the back nine, or if you're not, and you have any comments or stories you'd like to share, reach out to me, Len, at backninelen at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever great podcasts are found, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts.